Le seul podcast sur le PSG en anglais. Hello and welcome to the latest installment of PSG Talking. I'm your host Ed, and on today's show, we're going to be doing things just a little bit different than usual. This episode is all about Kylian Mbappe and his contract situation at Paris Saint-Germain. Will he sign an extension with the club? Or is he destined for Real Madrid, either this transfer window or next summer when he can leave on a free transfer? However, you're not just going to be hearing from me or the regular PSG Talk contributors. No, instead, we're going to have an open forum of differing opinions. Earlier this week, I tried out that Spaces feature on Twitter, and PSG fans from around the world, and there was one Real Madrid fan that joined, uh, came together to have their voices heard on this topic. I thought that the conversation was so good that I figured out a way to download the audio to share here on the PSG Talking Podcast. Now, before we get into the show, just a couple things to keep in mind. The first one is that this audio was downloaded from Twitter, so I don't have a visual representation of who is talking. The Real Madrid fan is identified during the conversation, so just know that everyone else is a PSG supporter and use your imagination from there. Also, because this was recorded via mobile device without a microphone and not my fancy recording equipment that you're hearing right now, the audio may not be what you're used to. That said, I think it's a great conversation and really gives you a feel of where the fan base stands right now on Kylian Mbappe. So without further ado, here is the Mbappe Roundtable Discussion. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome into the spaces. This is Ed from PSG Talk. I, I threatened earlier today that we would do a spaces and uh, here we are. We're going to do a a little chat. Hopefully you guys want to come in and, and give your thoughts on the whole Mbappe situation. Um, I fired off a couple tweets today that seemed to get some traction. Uh, but essentially, it's coming down to some reports. Now a lot of them are out of Spain, so you got to take them with a grain of salt. But there, there's reports that Mbappe is planning to or has already told Nasser Al-Khalafi that um, he does not intend to sign a contract extension and he wants to move to Real Madrid basically giving PSG the choice to decide do they want to sell him now and get something for him or lose him on a free transfer next summer, which is not ideal when you lose a player of Mbappe's value. And so for me, if that, if that is the case, if that report is true, I think if I'm PSG, go ahead and if you can get anything north of 100 million euro for Mbappe, go ahead Make the deal. If he doesn't want to be here long term, sell Mbappe. And I think you reinvest that money. Maybe you go sign a, a Paul Pogba for this season, even though you could get him for free next year. Maybe you sign him. Could you get Theo Hernandez um, at left back? And would you have a more well-rounded team? Obviously, losing Mbappe stings. But could you then have Di Maria up front? Or maybe would Icardi, with Messi feeding him, would, he, would we see the best Icardi that we've seen since he's been here? Um, my contention would be that if you were to do that and Mbappe were to go, I think that you could build a more well-rounded squad. Um, we got a couple people coming in here. And so if anyone wants to jump in and talk and give their thoughts on what they think PSG should do, um, I know some people on the PSG talk uh, team, they have been saying that you have to keep Mbappe because you have Messi and Neymar and you, you give it one go, one, even if it's just for one season, see if, um, see if you can win the Champions League with those three, even if Mbappe wants to go. So I'm going to start adding in some speakers, and you you all just raise your hand or just talk over me, and I'll let you go. So it looks like H1865 underscore H. Do you want to chime in on what you think PSG should do with Mbappe? Um, hey there, hey everyone. Um, like you say, I think because it is out of Spain, I think take most transfer news with a pinch of salt. If he wants out, cash in. We all know FFP can swing its head at any point now. They will need the money to balance the books. Um, in terms of midfielders, you know, if you do a Pogba, for instance, do PSG really need him? That's probably yeah, probably saying not with the young with. Forgive my terrible pronunciation. Edimbe, Edimbe. 
I think that was close enough. That's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, and with Ronaldo in there, and you've got Xavi Simmons, Simons coming through, and you know, Sander Herrera and Pablo Sarabia and Julian Draxler, assuming he doesn't go to the Bundesliga. You've got a plethora of talent there. I'd see Kozawa and Bernat, whatever the situation, bring in Hernandez, you have the more well, well-rounded side. What PSG really do not need to be doing is bringing in Ronaldo. For my money, I wouldn't bring in Ronaldo. Um, you have that slippery slope where is it a team or is it a marketing tool where are people more interested in Messi, Ronaldo up front or is it more hey, this is this is likes, this is shirts being sold, this is all the other. Anyway, I'm digressing. But for yeah. my money, if he wants out, cash in, it's the FFP. If you can solve the left-back issue, sort that. For my money, midfield's pretty covered. No, All, all great thoughts. Uh, about the midfield, I just think if you have a chance to get a Paul Pogba, I think you have to do it. I know we all do enjoy Ender Herrera and Leandro Paredes and all of them in the midfield variety, of course. But if you lose a star, it would be nice to bring one in. Um, so let's keep it moving. I see Durbin, if you want to jump in here. I got a couple people who have uh, requested. Yeah, I certainly think Mbappe, I think we'll need him this season for sure. I think his off movements off the ball, running in behind when Messi and Neymar has the ball is it's just too much to handle for a team. Like Manchester City, for example, you cannot track three people at a row. And I think that's something where we lack so much. I think, yes, Di Murray is great as well, but Messi, man, Messi and Neymar on the ball, it's just too much. Especially, you have Mbappe running in. You've got Vervati, Wijnaldum joining in as well. Hakimi from the counters. I mean, it's just too much. And I think when you lose Mbappe... We need like an out-and-out great number nine. And I don't think Icardi is the sort of player that's going to be needed when Mbappe leaves. Because for me, his off-the-ball moments is just like an out-and-out number nine. Where I don't think it would benefit Neymar and Messi too much. It's, it's interesting. Let me, let me throw this out and see what you all think. I mean, Harry Kane is out there. I know City's been linked with them. If PSG were to sell Mbappe, could they hijack that and bring Harry Kane? Is he a striker? You pair him with Messi and Neymar. Do you certainly do you suddenly have a better squad than maybe what you would have with Mbappe? I think yeah, Harry Kane's pretty good in my opinion, but I think he's English. You know how English players work; they would love to stay in <laughs> England. I mean, that's something we already know. I mean, I do want to chance. see Harry Kane speak French, though. Mm, yeah, but. As the English players and the English media, they typically tend to stay in the Premier League. They don't want to go outside of the comfort zones. It's just very, like, for example, Sancho and Bellingham. That's the only players that I've seen, like, going out of England and proving themselves. Trippier as well. Nah, that's it. It is, that is true. It's something that you don't see too often uh, is English players coming down to the French League. But, you know, maybe if the money was right and if City's not going to up their bid, I mean... They just spent how much for Graylish? Maybe they can't pull off that Harry Kane deal. And if, I, with the money from Mbappe, could you then sign him? I honestly don't think money is an issue for City. And I think it's just that the Spurs owner just not willing to budge that Harry Kane wants to leave. He wants to keep a hold of him at least for another season. That's what I'm hearing. And if so, um, I think City will go for Holland next year. And... If they drop the pursuit of Kane, I think we, sh- we should go for Kane as well. I mean, because I'm pretty sure he would love to leave Spurs, given the chance. And if Manchester City is not out there, I think we should go in. If Mbappe leaves, definitely. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, Ty from PSG Talk, a longtime contributor. Let me hand it over to you. What are your thoughts on Mbappe? If you think PSG should sell, if it is true that he doesn't want to stay here and he does not want to sign an extension, do you sell now? Do you keep him for a season? What do you think? Yeah, that's a great question. I think um, what do I think? I mean, I've obviously I would like to see Mbappe stay. Personally, I think that the majority of PSG fans feel the same way. Um, I don't think we're going to sell. I think that, you know, Nasser and, and the QSI ownership have, have made that pretty clear, not only with Mbappe, but with other stars, you know, Verratti and, and Neymar, just because you want to go, you know, doesn't mean 
that you're always going to go. And I think at the same time, some fans like cash in, cash in, or they're upset right there. He's not getting a commitment, but at the end of the day, he's seeing out his contract, right? Which is what most athletes want the flexibility to do. Right. And I was making this analogy to someone, um, my girlfriend actually, when she was like, Oh, it's crazy that in sports people can just get traded right with no, no say, right. You're just told to pick up your family and move. And, you know, he has the flexibility that a lot of athletes want and you, you can't, you can't knock him for that. Right. Um, listen, I think PSG, from what I heard, they feel like they can make more money marketing Messi, Neymar and Mbappe on one year than whatever Real Madrid can, can pay them. So I think we keep him. I think we just let it rock. We see, um, listen, if, if Real Madrid really want to give 150 and we want to cash in, I won't be upset. Right. But I also won't be upset if we keep Mbappe. And I heard someone mention Icardi and that he's not a true, true nine. I think if we lose Mbappe, I think Icardi becomes even more valuable because right now Icardi is kind of left out in the dark for one main reason. His link up play is kind of suspect, right? Whenever we, we go on the counter, he kind of slows things down. He throws things into a wrench. If we lose Mbappe, we lose really our only sense of threat behind, right? You have Neymar, who he's fast, but he's not Mbappe. Di Maria is getting older. Messi is getting older as well. You know, so you may switch up your play style. You may play a more possession-based style of, of football where, you know, you're playing with a target man and you're, you know, providing more service and, and stuff like that. So I think we could cash out on him. But if we lose Mbappe, you know, the way we play could completely change where, you know, an all-out-and-out striker would be would be more valuable. In regards to Kane, I, I, I do agree with, you know, what one of the other, you know, participants said you just don't see someone like Kane really leaving the premier league. I think he's too heavily linked to man city. Um, and also if Mbappe leaves, like with all the money we've spent recently, right. Do you go out and, and just burn that cash right away, you know, or maybe do you kind of sit on it? You know, we don't know how stringent FFP is going to be 12 months from now. Um, you know, we definitely don't want to get in a situation where we bring someone in on enormous wages as well. Um, and be in a similar situation that Barcelona is and not that it would get to that extreme, but maybe you take that money and maybe you bolster in other areas, right? Maybe you get a lot of role players, individuals who are going to do the dirty work, those glue guys to, um, to kind of help the squad make that next step, right? Character guys, um, guys like Genie, you know, and, and we brought him in, um, but really focusing as well on, on the defense and maybe going out and getting a true CDM. I'd rather see them if, fans don't want to play Marquinhos in the CDM role, which I'm not opposed to. Um, I think Tuchel showed us that. If you're going to get that money from Mbappe, go out and buy a world-class CDM, a number six, to really bolster that defense. I mean, that's kind of what I would do with that money. But listen, man, I think we keep Mbappe. I think he's going to stay. And, and we'll see, right? We'll just take one more crack at it. And I don't think he wants to leave either from a financial standpoint. If Real Madrid pay the 150 basically Mbappe can't get a sign-on fee. So when players go for a free, that money that would go to clubs to basically play, pay their release clause or the transfer fee, that money then gets divvied up and gets paid to the player and the player's family if there is no transfer fee associated. So him going in 12 months benefits not only Real Madrid, but also benefits Mbappe and his family personally. All great points, Ty. Thank you so much. Um, as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, it, we talked about Harry Kane, but – Moise Keane, he's, he's a player at Everton. We had him on loan for a season. I'm sure he would love to come back if we needed him. You know, with the proceeds from selling Mbappe, could you could you go and get him? And, and maybe he would solve your, your striker woes with him and Icardi as your two options. I mean, that's a possibility as well. Um, we'll keep it moving. Does anyone else? I've got a couple speakers here. Anyone else want to jump in and share your thoughts on what they think? Yeah, and I wouldn't mind jumping in if, if possible. It's all you. Go for it. Yeah, so how you doing? I hope everybody's blessed. Hope everybody's good. Um, so my thoughts on the situation is before a couple months ago, I was like, by all costs, I don't think Mbappe should leave. But now that I'm looking at the optics of it, it's a win-win in my P in my opinion if, for PSG. Like they're actually this messy deal to me makes them a little bit more flexible. Whereas before to me, Mbappe was kind of holding, it seemed like he was holding this a ransom because it's like, okay, bro, if you want to go to Madrid and they don't send in like uh, a 110 to 130 offer for you like by the end of the window you want to go to Madrid cool so this year it's on you to bet on yourself to play because you know how competitive he is he's going to want to play every competition he's going to want to score every goal maintain his level of fitness and his ability uh on the pitch 
whilst also having to be prepared to join Madrid in a, a year later. So for me, it's, it's a win because if you keep Mbappe for a season, then if this Ronaldo, uh, what we're hearing right now, is really true, how the team looks as far as Icardi, um, some of our attackers who get sold, if you can get Ronaldo in on a free and he seems to be ready to be, uh, he seems to be wanting to leave out of uh, Juventus soon, like whatever the case may be, there's something there. There's not smoke without fire. So there's something there. If you replace uh, Ronaldo with Mbappe, of course he's old. He's older, but he doesn't have to be peak Cristiano Ronaldo on this current PSG team. So in my opinion, PSG are setting themselves up to be in a good spot a year from now. And also you said, if you sell Mbappe, what do you do? I think if you sell Mbappe, you can go get Teo Hernandez. You don't, I mean, Pogba's also on a free as well. He also just came up and said, it would be a dream to play with Neymar. So you kind of have a lot to work with. You have Ronaldo, Pogba. You're, you can go get Teo no matter what, even if you have to overpay for him. That's a position that we need to fill, even with Diallo and Bernat being class. So you get Teo Hernandez and you have Messi. You have the, the teams rounded out, even if you don't get that world-class CDM. So I don't think you have to do that. So that's just my my take on it. My take on it. No, the, that, the absolutely great points. Um, I think Hernandez is a player at left back. We should be looking at regardless of if it goes or not. I think right, we, right, right. Diallo had a nice cross there for the first goal. I think it was, um, right. but even even I, but I don't feel good about though, it. Honestly, we have to give Diallo his props for the city and Bayern showing. Like he was paying a him and Dogba, they were paying above their pay grade. And if it wasn't for him getting injured, I think uh, Diallo, where he pulled the hammy, I think against uh, Bayern, I think it was or whatever that last fixture was, but. He doesn't pull that hammy, and um, I think he he kind of nullifies that left side of the pitch, honestly. So I don't think – I don't slight him. At him at that left back position, he's been well. But I think to complete the team for a world-class back line, you get Teo Hernandez, and the team is insane. And you have Teo Hernandez and Neymar linking up on the left wing. Like, what, what else do you want from that? It doesn't get much better. And we talked about a CDM you did as well as Ty. And there was some reports about Ndombele from Spurs potentially. Right. I, I always I really rate uh, Chuamini over at uh, Monaco. Maybe there's a, that's a player that you go and get. So there's some options at CDM, but left back is a priority. Um, you could also, we talked a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, there's still Kamavinga, too. There's still Kamavinga, this too. This is true. Yeah, he'll be on a free if he doesn't leave uh, this summer. And so we, when we talked about striker with Moise Keane or potentially Harry Kane, what about a false nine? Um, City made it to the Champions League final without a striker. Who says you even need one? Right, you have Messi as a false nine potentially with Neymar, Di Maria on the wings. If Mbappe does go, there's lots of options. Um, but let's keep it moving. We had a couple other people. We have got someone has requested to speak, so I just added you. So I'll shut up. Next person wants to jump in. Go for it. Uh, if it's okay, if I jump in, uh, hopefully it's all right. Uh, hi everybody. Hope you're having a good day. Um, so just to address uh, what that speaker just said about uh, Diallo's potential, I actually agree quite a lot. Um, where we've seen spurts of pretty great talent just to fill in our space. And to go back to the initial point of Mbappe, if Mbappe wants to leave, I would personally, I would say cash in on it. Not only because the ability to market ourselves as kind of a super team this season is appealing, but Nasser seems to be the only one pushing the uh, narrative that Mbappe will definitely I mean it's not even just Spanish media I mean it's like our fan base just continuously gets bombarded with on and, on and off again just media after media saying Mbappe is going to leave Mbappe is going to see his contract out it's a little ridiculous at this point and I think most of the fan base is tired of it at this point I, I know there's a large bit you know there's a large uh, base of the fans that want Mbappe to stay and extend his contract but I think the turmoil that he might bring to the uh to the locker room at this point is a little detrimental if you really want to see like a long a long-term attempt at a champions league i mean we reached the final with two show but i mean at, at that point everyone here watched that game i mean in front of the net when, when it when it counted we just we were so lacking icardi as a backup if we don't make another, you know, we're not going to make another attacking signing this season. It has to be the left back that's prioritized because everything's uncertain about Bernat. Uh, Bakker went on loan, or if he was sold permanently, I honestly can't remember now. Yeah, and I think Diallo he was sold for like eleven. Yeah, he was sold. He was sold. Yeah, for eleven. Okay, that, that, I was remembering that wrong. Thank you. But it, it, Diallo is, I think he 
has a few years that he can be set up on and off with uh, subbing on and off from the main team inside league. Uh, he had some impressive spurts in the Champions League, but I think a little bit of the communication always kind of seems to break down in the back line. We see it like every now and again, and I feel like with larger teams in the Champions League, we can't afford that. Tio Hernandez is obviously very appealing. Uh, Pogba, in my opinion, not that he's on the downward spiral at all. Everyone, I mean, is hearing about how he's doing well at Man United, at least the beginning of the season. Um, but he still hasn't signed a renewal. Uh, Draxler, as a player, I think is very similar to Pogba, but less of a caliber. We seem to be going on and off with trying to play him in the mid, but every like last year or maybe half a year, we've been trying to play him up at the wing, trying to play one-twos with Neymar. And he's like on and off again, impressive. I mean, I understand he he got the loose ball from the cross with Mbappe because he was at the back post, which is great. But he's just he's not getting that opening time and time again. I feel like Drexler, even though we extended his contract, which I don't know if it was just me, but I was very surprised to see that, that oh, we yeah, didn't we extend. Sorry, I, I didn't I think remember. that was yes. an emergency signing, to be honest. That was an emergency extension, I think. Just due yeah, to, like, to bolster our finances. Yeah, man. Yeah, we are keeping somebody. We don't want to. I think Kamavinga is more um, interesting of a signing to have, more so to have Pogma in the back. I understand that we want like our midfield at some point to be uh, kind of more of a threat attacking. I feel like a lot of teams, not a lot of teams, but people who have that kind of player like Pogma in the middle, um, who are an attacking threat in the middle, besides just our front three, who have always been, you know, stupendous comparatively in Europe, but. I feel like we don't really need that now, more so that we have insane dribblers up front. I mean, we don't really talk about Di Maria a lot. He's only extended for a year. He might leave. He probably won't get another extension, but I, he's a consistent creative player uh, up top. I mean, he may not be, he's aging now, but he's always been kind of keeping his numbers up every season. Um, especially over Draxler. I mean, the fact that the, the thought that he would get any time over uh, Di Maria, despite his age, is kind of ridiculous to me. Uh, but having a front four was appealing. If Mbappe wants to leave, I would say cash in. Uh, it's now or never. It, having him leave on a free is kind of embarrassing. I mean, what are we going to do after that? Like, try and get Holland? We're not going to, I don't think we'll outbid him just out of appeal at the time that he gets, um, you know, leaves Dortmund. So I'd say cash in on, on Mbappe and try and strengthen the rest of the field, especially left back, which we seem pretty weak in right now. Not to downplay Bernat's effectiveness, but I don't know how he's going to come back from the injury. Yeah, that Bernat injury is the mystery. And uh, before we go to the next speaker, I did send out a poll and, and it said, would you approve of PSG selling Mbappe to Madrid this summer if it meant the club could sign Teo Hernandez or Paul Pogba? 63% said yes. 37% no, and that is after just under 700 votes. So the fan base seems to be okay with him going, and I think we saw at the game at the weekend when he was getting whistled out a little bit that fans are sort of becoming, you know, make make up your mind already. Um, I guess we should get a Madrid fan. Agnes, I just added you as a speaker. If you want to give us a point of view from the opposition, uh, go for it. You're up. Uh, thanks a lot. Um Obviously, I'm biased because I'm a Madrid fan, but how I see it is if, if, if at any moment a player wants to leave, and, and I would say I know Spanish media can't be suspect, but the tendency is when when everyone reports the same thing, it, it kind of t- it tends to be true. But um, what I so obviously I would uh, prefer to see him go now. Um, and also what I uh, what I told you, uh, or when we when I commented on one of your tweets, like how I see it is he he could it could be a um, him staying could mean or it will mean that after probably every press conference or any game, um, Pochettino uh, management players will be asked the same question: Will he stay? Will he go? Will he extend? So I just think that that disturbance could be a problem throughout the season and you would rather be without that. Uh, and another thing, um, you said the figure that PSG would probably want is north of 100 million. Uh, as far as I've seen, all Spanish sources and even some French sources said that it's between 120 and 150. I, I, don't, I don't think 
the fee will ever be a problem. I think the moment, or if that moment comes, and and uh, uh, NASA says to Florentino, okay, let's let's do a deal. I, I think it will be a case of he just sets a figure, which will be in between 120, 150, and we will pay it straight up to, uh, and conclude it quite quickly. We had the money. Uh, I I kind of hate it when we our situation are being compared to Barcelona because it's it's nothing alike. Um, and also uh, on the point of how you replace him instead of keeping him. Okay, if you keep him, you have this super team. We had that at the beginning of the of the the two thousands, and we and it reached the point where at the end we have like let's say eleven, twelve fantastic players, but then the the rest of the squad, the quality of the squad, was just not the same. So every time you replace one of these, you just saw a different quality, and that affected us. So we had to play the same players over and over again. And when we came to the business end of the season, they were just all fatigued and we lost out on everything. I'm not saying that will be the case with PSG, but when I look throughout the squad, I see maybe like 11, 14 players of a very high standard. And maybe if you get injuries, and let's be real, we have had Ramos last season, last season only played 15 games. Neymar is always suspect to, to injuries. Messi is getting older, so... It, it is possible. So th- th- there's also that sense that you can build a stronger team rather than just having a strong uh, starting eleven. So for me, to conclude, like I would obviously like the deal to happen now, but I, I think I, I, I can't see the logic in, in, in having an asset worth between 120 to 150 million and letting that go for free. I just, I, I just find it stupid in many ways because you can do so much with that money uh, in terms of like left back, midfield, I I, I even think a name that I, I don't know if he has ever been linked to PSG, but like Mohamed Salah, for instance, like just that element of pace that you lose with Mbappe, he could probably match that. Also, a guy who's good to you know, running in behind. So maybe in that, I, I don't think he he could come now, but maybe a long term target or maybe for next season or something that could be a guy who could replace him. But yeah. I I won't stop talking now, and you you guys can say what you think of uh, all this shit I just said. <laughs> Thank you so much, Anya. It's always good to see the opposition's point of view on this, and uh, it is a bit silly when you think of an asset like Mbappe and letting him go for nothing. But it does seem like Nasser and the ownership maybe they're being a little bit stubborn. Maybe they don't want to give in to Real Madrid, and they would rather have that one season. It's more valuable to them to have them for this one season than. Uh, let him go. Think about it. If Mbappe goes to Real Madrid, that's the story. Not Messi coming to PSG. Like that's the big thing. Yeah, was, Everyone's attention goes there. You know, hundred percent. Well, Ed, also just some context, know, right? Um, and this is not to disagree with any. I think everyone's points have been fantastic. Just to give you guys some context or some insight, right, into Nasser and, and QSI. I think another reason why they don't want Mbappe to go is bigger than PSG itself. I think that the idea and the marketing potential, right, and the the financial potential of having Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe all under the QSI brand leading up to World Cup 2022 in Qatar is a major thing, right? All the marketing potential, becoming World Cup ambassadors. So I think that, you know, maybe maybe not even Nasser, right? Maybe that's coming from the Qatari, the, the Emir, of, uh, Emir of Qatar, who is saying, we're not selling because I need him to bring in funds other places. Um, so that potentially could be a reason as well. I think a lot of people don't speak about the World Cup in Qatar enough, which plays a very, very big part in, in the QSI project as a whole. I think more so than anything, that'd That's be disappointing for fans. Oh, sorry. Wait, wait, can y'all hear me? Hello? Yeah, uh, sorry, let's go to uh, they something. I can't read what you're... Uh, they saying we the new... Hey, they, they, saying, they saying we the new... Yeah, go for it. Now, like, that's my name. Look, look, first of all, like I was just going to say, like, like Messi coming in and having Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe together, it's not necessarily mostly about the Qatari um, World Cup. It also speaks to, like, the brand equity of PSG. So, like, when you have the face of Nike, Adidas, and Puma, you have a 13-year um, billion-dollar deal with Nike. You got, you know, you have the shirt sponsor uh, in Alcor that are due to, like, renew with us, like, by the end of the season. So, like, there's just so many, like, financial capabilities, right? So the way I see it is that 
there was a PSG before Mbappe, there's going to be a PSG after Mbappe, right? Like, and there are opportunities. What I think personally is that Mbappe is trapped because I personally feel like he wants to stay. But the reality is that he knows that if he stays, that he's trapped. Like, if he stays, he's trapped. PSG don't sell. We just, like, we just do not sell. And if he takes, like, a three-, four-year contract and, like, you know, Messi's 37, Ramos is 37, it then looks like the sporting project is, um, you know, at a standstill. So, I mean, I think that's how Mbappe is looking at it. I feel like his lawyers and uh, Wilfred Mbappe, his father, like, they've talked to him. Like, we've kept correspondence with them since 2019 regarding, like, a new contract extension. And they're, like, I think in their position has been, you know, uh, you know, we're going to stay the same. Like, we need a better um, competitive team, you know, stuff like that. But, I mean, PSG, the thing is, like, players' contracts – like next season, there are so many opportunities. There's Pogba, there's Ronaldo, there's Dybala, there's Kamavinga, there's Dembele, there's Goretzka. Like there are so many opportunities for us to even get stronger. And I mean, if you're if you're Mbappe, and the, you're the hometown kid, you can retire as like the highest goal scorer. You can beat Cavani's record. You can win multiple titles at PSG, like a Champions League. I mean, I feel like that holds more weight than winning the 15th for Real Madrid. Like, he's never... Like, we're looking at the legacies of Butragueño, Raul, Ronaldo. Like, like Mbappe, I don't think he's ready, man. I don't think he's ready for that. I don't think he's ready for that, like, you know, pressure. I just don't see... We saw the Euros. Like, I don't think he's ready for that. He did buckle a little bit there. And I think... I don't know, man. I just think... He needs to he needs to wait. And I think what Mbappe has known, even Neymar, because Neymar is convincing him. Like Mbappe would not have come to PSG without that text from Neymar. Like and he said that back in twenty seventeen. Messi would not have come to PSG without that text from Neymar either. Like the reality is that like Spain, and this might sound crass, but Spain revolves around PSG. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says, like twenty since twenty seventeen since 2017, Real Madrid have been acting like they were gonna get Neymar. Like let's not let's not front. Like they acted like they were gonna get Neymar. Barcelona acted like they were gonna get Verratti. Ended up with Paulinho. Yeah, we will get Neymar. Like, like, and the thing is, like, I just don't see it like that. You know, like Mbappe. Like you got a chance to write your name at a new club, your hometown city. Like, bro. Like this is this is it. This is it. Real Madrid. You're not gonna. You're not gonna follow up Cristiano Ronaldo, like it's hard. That 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 shit is hard. Look at what Hazard is doing, like. So I mean, I mean Mbappe has a choice to make. Personally, I think he wants to stay, and my prediction is he's gonna. I think he's gonna, um, renew by mid October, but we'll see what happens. Can I counter that? Yeah, uh, Agnes, if you a rebuttal from the Madrid fan, go for it. Um. Okay. Uh. I would say mostly it's it's Tibbs and Barcelona that has been very focused on on PSG. Uh, but uh, I I often hear this that coming to Real Madrid is a kind of um, is it worth the challenge because in in in, in many ways you are you are just a small dot in a massive history and it's difficult to create a legacy for yourself. But if you think about it, everything is set up for him to be the guy. Like, and the difference between him and let's say a guy like Eden Hazard, I, I never viewed him as a type of guy you could call a, I hate to use this term, but a franchise player. I I, I don't think he ha- he he has that. Uh, also, okay, but not, not to interrupt you, like before you continue, wait before you continue, Go on. like Hazard was the best player in the Premier League for years, for years, for years. Like he was the best player in the Premier League for years. He comes to Real Madrid, he had that expectation as the number one guy. And, I mean, unfortunately for Hazard, at his unveiling, right, you had the chance, queremos un bape, queremos un bape. Yep. Like, you know, like, that fucked him up, I guess. But, like, uh, at injury, the end of the day... It's had injuries in two years as well. 
his fitness and yeah, like and the, uh, determination yeah. questions have been brought up before he even moved to Madrid. Uh, his training, you know, ethic. It's a fact. It's a fact that he did. He just just isn't as determined, as focused as he should be. Like he's an amazing player, but it's always it's also it's also a case of what if with Hazard if he's just like let's say just twenty percent more focused on training, on diet, on those things. But it's also because he he took on the number seven from. Ronaldo was a robot in in many ways. Like, and when you get Hazard, he's just the complete opposite of both how he plays, how he behaves off the pitch, on the pitch. With Mbappe, I just see so many more similarities, and it's not it's not only because of the, the that picture of him with all the Ronaldo posters around him. I just think he has that the arrogance, the um, the 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 aura, the uh, the off the field brand to. To take on the challenge and be the face of Madrid, like he would be adored, like a god, the moment he arrives. Because as you said, even when we signed Hazard for hundred million, he was the first Galactico signing for since two thousand and thirteen, uh, when he arrived two years ago. And even then, the shouts were for for the president signed Mbappe. He has seen the obsession since since two thousand and seventeen when. We decided not to move on any of the BBC members, and Mbappe ended up going to PSG. Uh, so I also think that, I don't, I can't remember who raised the points, but it's that case of if he stays, he's he's trapped. I don't like that word because he's going to be paid millions and will play for a great club in a great city. Uh, but it PSG don't sell. Uh, so if he stays, it's also a case of all right. Are you ready to play five more years, for instance, in 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 France, uh, with that project, knowing also Messi won't be around for like more than maybe two, max three years. Ramos as well. I think two years from now he won't be able to continue any longer at, at the top level. So, I, I personally think he 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 wants to go, but but also if you ask me as Madrid, why is it better for him to come to us now than stay at PSG? I'm just have to be honest. I can't give you an argument other than that you will be the the number one and the face of the biggest club in the world. That's my only argument. Sporting-wise, uh, money-wise, he's better off staying right now at, at PSG. Yeah, I think I... Okay, but, like, what if what if Holland comes, right? And, like, Mbappe, obviously, like, he'll be seen as he'll have the number seven, right? Or maybe the 17 in that first year is, like, a transition. He'll probably get seven next year but, or something like that, if he comes now. Yeah, yeah, after, after Modric leaves or mm. something. But, like, how do you... Do you think that like he'd be really the head honcho if they were to if um, Madrid were to get a Holland? Because I feel like in that situation he would probably be playing a similar role to like what Benzema was doing with Cristiano in those earlier years, where he's a bit more withdrawn. Like because like Holland, Holland is the goal scorer. He gets the goals, this like all that. Like he gets the stat padding. I'm not. He's not better than Mbappe to me, but I don't think so even. At the end of the day, like Holland is, like I just don't see him being like the number one face of Madrid. That's what like with Madrid's aspirations. I think that's what I agree to. I think when you look at it, uh, when Mbappe wants to extend, he's always talking about how he wants a sporting project. I think what we did different was I think we signed better players than him. Like you look at Messi for example, <laughs> you bought him. He's gonna be in the shadow of Messi. You cannot lie about that. It, at the end of the day, when he scores goals, it's all, it's all about Messi when it comes to the Ballon d'Or. If PSG wins it, I think Mbappe has a shout, good shouts, for example. But I think he wants to be like the main face of the of the team, mm. like be the I number agree. one. Mm. And I think when he moves to Madrid, I think that's what he sees more than PSG. I think when you look at it, the project, it's not about the project, I think. He's about me, me, me. I want in the project. And I think he wants to be the star. And I think when you look at Look at him. You go to Madrid. You're gonna be the number one star, I think, at the world's biggest club, probably, with the most fan following. So, it's a fair argument to me. But I don't think how he's gonna be the main face if Holland joins in. I think that's what I agree with someone who said it right now. I think Holland's the striker. To be honest, at the end of the day, Mbappe is more like a winger's strikerish. So I think at the end of the day, Holland gets more goal. Holland's gonna get the more attention. And at Madrid, you cannot say, oh, he's going to be the number one face at the end of the day because you know how Galacticos work. You know how Paris is. He's going to buy those big names. And the, if Holland joins, I think 
Mbappe isn't going to be the number one in Madrid that they all want in. Um, the, I think it's, it's very good. The, the dream, of course, among both fans and also the management is both. Um, how does that work? Because it has to be said, Benzema has been very, uh, or at the time when the, the nine years he played with Ronaldo, he was very unselfish. He sacrificed himself. He changed his game to allow Ronaldo to be what he was. I'm not saying he, he wouldn't have been good, good without him, but Benzema made him 10 times better because of the way he played. Uh, I don't I don't see Haaland at all being able to play in that way that Benzema played. I just think he's not that type of player. So how that would work out, don't I, I, I don't know. Um, I still think Mbappe would be the face because I just think, again, off, off the pitch, I just think his brand is, is bigger. I think a lot of the focus and the attention will be on him also because he has been this obsession since, as I said, 2017. So I think he... And, the guy who gets the number seven usually is the the, the go to guy or the the number one, but of course, like I, I think it's it was a very good point you said as well. But I, I don't think Mbappe meant only a, a competitive team. I, th- I think it was and again sorry for the pronunciation, but Julian Lawrence or something. I don't know. It's an ESPN journalist. Yeah. Uh, there was a quote from him today where he said. Um, the main reason why Mbappe has never renewed his contract is that he said he wants to, to win. Uh, he he said he wants to win. He wants a competitive team around him. The key part is him implying me, so that everything revolves around him. And as you guys have said now, PhD. I, I think even before Messi came, I think I've also I have always viewed Neymar as the number one. And now with Messi, he's perhaps number three now. Neymar, uh, sorry, uh, Mbappe. So. I think that's also a reason why he still hasn't committed because if we go starting 11 versus starting 11, your team is better than our team, I would say. Um, but the difference is he would be number one with us and I think that that's what he wants. That's why Neymar, in fact, when he left in 2017, he wanted to be number one and not in, in, in Messi's shadow. Funny enough, they are playing together now. So, But I think it's the same motif and also a childhood if we are going to believe it, yeah. a childhood dream as well to come to, to Madrid. I mean, you guys would have to capitalize on him well, leaving and choosing Real Madrid over playing with Messi. I mean, he, that's your anti-hero for years. If he's like, you know what? Messi's not good enough to stay. I'm going to go to Real Madrid. I mean, you guys are going to bolster that story up so hard. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, it's not like he doesn't want to play with Messi. I think... I mean, I'm a PSG fan, but I hate to admit it. He, he has an ego. He has an ego. I mean, French people has an ego. At the end of the day, you saw in the Euros this summer what he did. He wanted to be the main man. He wanted to take the free kicks. We all heard about that in the media. And, well, he didn't quite deliver it on the biggest stage. You saw how in the round of 16 he missed a couple of big chances at the end of the day. I think, yeah, I mean, I don't think he has a problem playing with Messi and Neymar. I mean, you saw in the training pictures recently he's been posting. Um, Neymar has posted in the story today, I think, all of them together. I don't think it's like he doesn't want to play. I think it's just that he wants to be the main man. He just wants to like become the star face of it. Just like the attack exactly. should evolve around him. Yeah. But okay, like in in a let's say like hypothetic like in a in a Messi, Mbappe, Neymar front three, who would have the most pro- productivity with the way PSG play? Mm, I would think... say, without watching you guys, I would say Mbappe because he would be on the end of the a lot of things. In the Mbappe first. would be on the end of a lot, dude. He'd be he, he might score seventy goals. I mean, he has the two, like, two best players to create for him. So yeah, but that's been PSG the has the top three best players in the world. But that's been the problem before with Mbappe is that he hasn't had a person that's been able to create for him. Generally speaking. Neymar, and this is one of the reasons why Neymar is always injured, is because he has to create a lot of the momentum on the pitch. And in league, uh, it will foul, foul the hell out of you. It's a very aggressive league. And Neymar literally had to readjust his game in order to uh, adjust for a lot of the injuries and fouls and things that happen in league. Uh. With Messi, you have someone that can get into space and help to create, which will allow Mbappe to run a little bit further up the pitch and score a lot more goals. Problem with Mbappe is the way he's been playing now is he's been playing on the wing, and all of the defenders know all we have to do is catch him in a two v one, three v three v one, 
twelve v one, and he will you know give up the ball very easily. And so that's something about his game that he's going to have to fix. It doesn't matter what team he goes to. Players now know if we send more than one person at him, nine times out of ten we're going to get the ball and we're going to go the opposite way. I think in terms of Mbappe's temperament, every superstar has an ego. People just show it in different ways. But I think that Spanish media, that Spanish crowd is going to be a lot more unforgiving than the French because he's not Spanish. And that's something that he's going to have to take into account if he goes to Real Madrid. It's not home. Even Spanish players get it, to be honest. Raul was whistled. Of course. Once. Casillas was whistled. Of course. Yeah. But at the same time, Spanish fans and Madrid fans, football fans in general, are very fickle. Like, you can go from zero to hero in within one week. Uh, it, it, it really, like, if it, for instance, if you look at the market front page today, it's, the, it's about Bale, who they have targeted pretty much since day one. But now it's like the smile is back or something like that. But let's say, let's say he has a bad game in the weekend and we, we drop points, he would probably be the scapegoat. Like that, that's just, I, I think you, I think you would be used to that kind of pressure from playing with, with PSG and just the, the type of player he is. But of course, it will be multiplied by, by ten when he goes when he goes to Madrid because every little detail he does, like the way he the way he looks, the way. He he moves all, all all these antics will be viewed and like analyzed by ten thousand people uh, in the media and eighty thousand in the stadium. Uh, but I, I just think he, he with his character and with 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 the way he is, I just think he's he he's more suited and will be more ready for that than than Eden Hazard. That's just how I view it. I might be wrong, but that's I I just feel like character wise he's different and and I know like. You could say at the Euros, he, he might have not have lived up to the expectations or the pressure. But, I mean, if we, if we, if we go back uh, for a long time, uh, I mean, Ronaldo missed a, a penalty in the 2008 semifinal against Barcelona. He missed again in the final against Chelsea. And for a long time, he was he, he was called a flat-track bully. Even at, at the beginning with us, he didn't, he didn't score uh, against Barca in, I think it was the first... Uh, four or five games against them before he before he eventually scored against them so people need to remember so he, he's 22 like it, it will come um and I, and I think he he has what it takes mentally to to withstand the pressure um but, but again yeah we, we will see it's, it's difficult to predict those things And great conversation, everyone. Uh, it's a lot of moving pieces. I think one thing we can all agree on is that Levin Kozawa is likely going to be on his way either to Leon or West Ham. So we don't know what Kylian Mbappe is going to do, but we know that Kozawa could be on the move. And that's like, I guess that's a good thing as long as maybe oh, we send no. him back. <laughs> oh, mate, I've been waiting for this so long. I've been wanting him out of the <laughs> door. Oh, Jesus. He was horrible oh. against Barcelona, I remember. Oh, mate. I'm yeah. glad we're selling him. I mean... I hate when he scores. I hate it. Oh, I feel like every single goal has been like another year on his contract. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Didn't he once score a hat-trick in the Champions League? I think I once remember he scored a hat-trick or something in the Champions League. Or am I wrong? Yeah, against Celtic. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, oh, well, he was a nightmare. Hopefully that deal can get wrapped up. And uh, I appreciate everyone. This was uh, this was great. Anya, hopefully I'm pronouncing your name correctly, but I appreciate your thoughts from the Madrid side. And I guess we've got, what, a few more weeks left in the transfer Two window, weeks. so we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, honestly, I just want this to end. Like, either extend or just move. Just, uh, another 12 months of this will be hell. But I think, I think what will happen is he will stay for another season and it will be this back and forth thing between the media, will he stay, will he go and when January comes, if he hasn't extended by then, I think it will be obvious that he will leave. Hey, it'll be good for those in the, uh, the I guess, journalism business who need our clicks. So I guess in that sense, in the Spanish media, PSG talk, all of us will, will enjoy it in that sense. But on the pitch, yeah, I think it's just going to be a distraction. Poch is going to have to answer mm -hmm. Leonardo, you know, he, is unfiltered in front of the microphone so he'll give his opinion on it and it's just going to be ugly the fans are going to be whistling if he has a bad stretch of games it's going to get ugly <sighs> never a dull moment. Spanish speakers he decides not to go to I don't I'm so tired of it 
anything anything with the entire squad of Spanish speakers, and he just not ends up in a photo, which is going to be a whole nother thing. Chance, chance in the friggin' Pac de Prince was ridiculous. Yeah. Well, anyone else, before we get out of here, any last uh, comments before we shut down this space? It's been a great conversation, but I'll, I'll just open it up if anyone wants one last thought. Yeah, hey, real quick, Ed, and just for the group, I'd be curious what everybody's thoughts are, but who do you think Neymar actually will be better with, Mbappe or Messi? I, I seem to think he's going to be completely rejuvenated and a different type of player than we've seen before. So ultimately, at the end of the day, if Mbappe wants to go, and then it's up to Nassar and the rest to kind of fill that void. But I think we're going to see an elevated Neymar this year on the squad, which is only going to be an improvement for this team looking forward. But I'd be curious what others think on that. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Neymar and Messi back together, he's going to be rejuvenated. It's going to be back like it was Barcelona. I think it's going to be great. I'm not that – and Neymar and Mbappe were great, but I think Messi's going to take it to that next level. But anyone else, what do you all think? Uh, yeah, um, go, uh, i just go really fast. In regards to that, I just think that um, goal scoring-wise, I think now that Neymar doesn't have to be a 10, even though he's great at it, goal scoring-wise, I think we're going to see Di Maria's Neymar, Mbappe, even Icardi, like I think those goal scoring numbers are going to go up for those players because of the additions and not just Messi, but the rounding out of the team. Like even in this window, I think we, we with Messi, we forget that we actually have Hakimi, like the outlet that unlocked Lukaku. So I think even as dead as people think Icardi is, I think even with Hakimi, somebody who like we're not even speaking about, not because we don't want to or he's bad, but obviously Messi trumps a lot of things. But having Hakimi like, I just think, I just think now name like a lot of everybody's job gotten easier with getting Genie, with getting Ramos, like with having with having solidified solidified back line now. I think everybody can like you don't have to worry about Di Maria having to drop so deep to pick the ball up from Danilo against Bayern because now you have Genie, somebody who can play that half and half game, and when Verratti is maybe a uh, man marking somebody out of a game, you have Genie. So. I really do think it's indicative upon Neymar and his finishing because that's the only thing that he's been missing. Like, every single big game he's had for PSG, like, recently, it's just the finishing touch. It's literally the only thing that's been missing uh, in his game, and that's how I feel about that. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Um, all great thoughts. I even think this was better than the podcast. I, I might have to open up the podcast to everyone here. Um, great thoughts. Appreciate everyone's perspective. We'll do this again soon. Hopefully we'll have some more news on Mbappe soon, but we'll have to wait and see on that. So we'll shut it down. Thanks so much, everyone, and we'll do it again soon. Take care.